Welcome to the Splash of Sass podcast. I am your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis live after show because we just all love Jeff, okay? Need I say more? I shall. I shall. I'm about to say a lot more. <laughs> but um, on that note, I did want to say, because yesterday I mentioned that um, even though we all love Jeff, not a lot of people love me and that's fine. We, it's okay. Um, but I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you for the one message from hairdresser. That was very nice. Sorry. That's her name. I don't know. Love you. But, um, it's so funny because they always say that like, if you make a difference in one person's life or people who try to do creative or try to do anything, whatever. And they're like, if I could just make a difference in one person or touch one person or affect their life. And here I have one person being like, hi, please stick around. And I'm like, eh, not worth it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. G- or I don't know why I called you Gina. I don't know. It's just hairdresser. Maybe because on Married at First Sight, Gina is the lady who owns a salon and that's who you remind me of. So thank you to that one listener. And I, again, will still be here to stay, but instead of five days a week recapping Jeff Lewis Live, um, I'll probably recap the Pete and Sebastian show that's once a week or something. So again, we'll get into it more tomorrow, but right now, oh my gosh, you guys, we have the Thursday, April 27th episode of Jeff Lewis Live to recap. We had Liz Rome, Doug Buted, and Shane Douglas. So... The Sirius XM studio is filled with lens wipes so that everyone can clean their glasses slash phones. That's how we start this off. There's nothing worse than when you go to show somebody your phone and it's dirty as fuck. I get so embarrassed. I cringe, cringe, cringe. How often does that happen, Amy? Too often. Too Honestly, my phone is always dirty. Like, when is it clean? When is it ever clean? Are your paws clean when you touch your phone? Like, how do you keep things clean? I guess with lens wipes and shit like that. But then I would always be wiping. I would always be wiping. <laughs> That's like a Charmin commercial or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So honestly, with gems like this, like you're always going to who doesn't want to listen to this shit? Um, okay. So, but honestly, like it's the same to me as when my fingernails are chipped, which is their current state of the union. As I look down at them right now, they're appalling, appalling, but also sitting there and getting my nails done. I understand it is a treat and it is a privilege to what a blah, blah, blah. I don't have the attention span to sit there and get my hand and my feet and ever. No, no. What? I mean, maybe I should take some of um, Tamara's THC bites and then I shall try again. So then Liz's birthday is today. I fucking love when they do the Chili's birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Da, 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 da. Ah, I love it. I think ever since Jeff started doing this a few, maybe even a year ago, because Chef Stu, shout out. Ah, he's like, don't fucking talk about me, bitch. Sorry, Stu. I love you. Um, Stu worked at Chili's. And so they do, or like the knockoff Irish version of Chili's. So they do that song. Um, 
I think it should be rebranded as America's birthday song. Like ever since Jeff started doing it, I love it. I love it makes me happy. It makes me happy. And clearly there's a lot that makes me unhappy. So let's focus on the good. There's nothing when you go to a birthday party, when you're at, I was just at a birthday brunch, birthday brunch for my mother this weekend. And which by the way, you guys, oh my God, I came up with the best fucking gift idea ever, ever. Do you want a tip? All right. I'll give away my secrets. This is, I swear I'm a genius. I'm like, call me con yay me, yay me. Um, so they are going, I, I know they're in Italy. My parents are in Italy right now. So again, with pictures on phones and everything, nobody ever prints their pictures anymore. My mom was so big on like pictures everywhere around the house. She'd always do collages and this and that. So like was very into pictures, but now they just have digital frames and shit like that, which is so Harry Potter-esque. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so creepy when all of a sudden they start to make photos that like you can actually have a hologram walking around in. <gasps> You'll have like your grandpa in a box in your bathroom and he'll just be like doing the disco. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, uh, where were we? Chili's birthday song. Oh yeah. Okay. Birthday brunch. Wait, but I was saying something else. Um, oh yeah. The present. Okay. So for the present, I got her a Chanel. No, I'm totally joking. Ew. I've never even bought designer in my life. Okay. I bought her. <laughs> I went to fucking CVS two minutes from my house, but it's not about the location of the present or what it's a thought and this thought. Okay. I'll say it. I went to CVS and I got a disposable camera and then a gift card for $15. Cause allegedly that's how much it is to develop it, which by the way, CVS doesn't even develop their own pictures anymore. They send it out for a third party. So like 12 employees were all gathered and they were all like studying this camera and they were like, what do what developed? And I'm like, yeah, like if I'm going to get this developed, how much would it cost? And they're like, well, I don't know, man. It like changes. And I'm like, what? There's no like standard disposable camera fee anyways. So that was her present. Did she love it? No, but she doesn't love anything, including me. <laughs> you guys, I gotta laugh so I don't cry. No, I'm kidding. Um, she loves me sometimes. So, or no, and all the time, but in her own way. Um, so that is a great birthday present. But during the birthday song, okay, that's what I was really getting to. Singing happy birthday to people. When it gets to that motherfucking high note, there is no more anxiety I've ever felt in my life, in my life. When you know that you're the one that has to carry the team, when you know that you're the only one that's going to be able to hit that high note in the first place, and all the other ones are about to break glass and get glass shards all in our chocolate cake. Chocolate cake, because you don't know how to fucking sing. You were, you were never a tenor or soprano. I wasn't either. Um, but I just think that everybody in the world can clap their fucking hands and do happy, happy birthday. Da, 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 da. It's just fun. It's fun. There's no anxiety about it. It's just fun. I think that should be America's new birthday song. Who's with me? Woo! Okay. So, um, happy, happy birthday, Liz. <laughs> She's having a party, a rager. It sounds like I bet Jameson's neighbor will be there taking notes on how she can improve her next shindig. <laughs> I think if Jeff brings Stu to this party, then the sober streak might end.
This is why Stu doesn't want me to talk about him. But also, Stu, maybe because I said that, you'll be like, fuck this bitch. I don't need to drink. I'm just saying that the party sounds fun as fuck. I'd want to, I want to go, I want to go and drink and do all that. Do all that. So the one thing that didn't sound that fun is Elena. Sorry, Elena. Sorry, sorry. But she's the hired musician for um, Liz's party. And as Jeff pointed out, they played a clip of Elena's music and it was very sultry and slow and which is nice. Um, but as Jeff pointed out too, 45 minute sets of that when it's a 50 we're trying to happy happy birthday that up we're trying to bring the energy up and then we got like um that kind of slow jam but then we did talk about songs and like the juxtaposition of when you sing songs in a different like remix them kind of and sing them in the opposite tone that they are meant to be what i mean by that is like okay so don't worry about a thing. But then if you like make it like all sad and you're like, don't worry about no thing. Cause every little, or, you know, I don't know. Sorry. There's a horrible example. You guys at six 30 in the morning, what do you want from me? Clearly nothing. Nobody wants anything for me except for me to shut the fuck up. And I have done that for too long. I'm out of my cage and I'm not fucking going back. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Okay. <laughs> so with Elena and her music, though, the musician Elena, Liz jokes that maybe for her 50th, she would be down for a threesome. Obviously, Liz didn't come up with a threesome idea. That was probably Jeff. Probably. I would only do a threesome if it was two guys. I'm sorry, but that would be so fun. Oh my God. Again, we all know I just want to be adored. And so if they two guys were just both obsessed with me at the same time, but like not a gangbang, I guess. Sorry. All right. This is gone. This is taking a turn. Um, but you know, like a loving gangbang, I guess. Oh my God. SOS. S O motherfucking S flash. O C S. Then we get into the child custody lawsuit a bit. The most important thing is Doug saying it's a boulder dash. Saying it's a boulder, just casually saying boulder dash. It gave such Jennifer Aiden booga wolf vibes. Booga wolf, which was the dumbest. I can't even, Real Housewives of New Jersey this year. Like, what are we watching? What are we watching? It's been 20,000 seasons of Melissa. Nobody gives a fuck about any of it. Any of it. I just want Danielle, a show about Danielle's family. I want that little girl. That little girl deserves to be a star. Like what? She should be best friends with Monroe. They would be stars. It'd be like the simple light. They should. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Can you even imagine 20 years from now, Monroe and her best friend rebooting the fucking simple life because she is the Paris Hilton of her time. That is hilarious. Uh, again, oh, I'm going to miss recapping Jeff. Um, okay. So also when they said, um, I think it was Melissa was like, bugger wolf sounds like bugger on a wolf. And it does. It just does. And so, boulder dash. It sounds like boulders on a dash. <laughs> and... So Doug's date with Grant, we talked about that a bit. 
Doug invited Grant out for his birthday. Grant says, great, I'll think of some ideas. And I fucking love Jess' advice of, no, Doug, he doesn't think of the ideas. You take the reins and give him some options. And it's just fucking hot when people take the reins. Oh, I love when people take the reins. Taking reins and popping veins, okay? Am I right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. But, um, so the whole point of this was that they said that the restaurant choice can be a good judgment of their date. Like the person that they're about to be dating. If they pick a shitty restaurant, whatever. I disagree a little, like, obviously if they bring you to Joe Schmo's back alley pub, well, maybe you're into that kind of thing. But for my first date with Miami boy who I've talked about a little bit, Oh, the worst. Okay. So from this is what I'm saying about me ignoring red flags from date one. I should have known that this was going to be the theme of our entire relationship. So he wasn't from around here. He asked where should we go to dinner, whatever. I came up with a place right near the Providence place mall because I want to go to Dave and Buster's after, which we did. And it was so fucking fun. Again, I just am fun. If you go, I'm telling you, Dave and Buster's on a date is such a good idea. Cause like, I just never, when kids love arcades, like that never gets old. I'm old and I love arcades and I play the same fucking color wheel game that I put where you have to stop the thing right when it lands on your, okay. So on our first date, I picked the restaurant because he didn't know a lot of places and it was close and it was a nice upscale brewery kind of a place, whatever. So when I get there, he's sitting at the bar, fine. He's already drinking, which this wasn't the first time I met him. And the first time I met him, I didn't learn this till later, but he was on Molly. He was on Molly. So maybe that's why he liked me and was super into me, which that was the main reason I liked him. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's not much requirements, but be healthily obsessed with me. <laughs> so for our date, I pick this place, get to the bar. He's, um, the bartender comes over, I get a drink and then he's like, all right, so for food, like, what are you guys think for food? And this motherfucker goes, I already had dinner. Wait, wait, no, 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 what? What do you mean? What do you mean you already had dinner? You asked me to dinner. You asked me to dinner. What? And I was like, what? And he was like, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, this is what I'm saying. Like nothing he said ever made sense. And there was never like a real explanation for anything. But my friend who knew him said like, that it wasn't intention. Like he's just like a cloudy head person. Like he doesn't think that like she was saying that he was staying with his parents and maybe his mom made food and he just ate that without thinking. Cause that was like a better option. I don't know. But then like, again, okay. If you didn't like my restaurant choice, cause he obviously looked up the restaurant before he's a fucking foodie. How do I know that? Cause he was shoving his face for 95% of our relationship. Maybe if you ate something else besides food, babe, if you know what I'm saying, if you know what I'm saying, then we would have still been together, but thank God we're not because it was just that confusion that led on for our entire, like, what do you, you don't invite somebody to dinner and then you show up and you're like, oh yeah, I already ate dinner. What do you mean? And again, if you didn't like the restaurant, then why didn't you suggest something else or what? Like nothing makes sense. And I drove myself crazy for four months trying to figure it out when the outcome was nothing ever made sense. And I'll never know what went on. Nothing, nothing went on in that head. Okay. We're just gonna, 
we're just going to call it what it is because I talked about this yesterday a little, but like when people are quiet, it's crazy how some people think that they're smart. Like others think that that quiet person is smart just because they're quiet. I have a coworker like that right now who everyone is like, oh my God, he's, uh, he's so kind and caring and patient and all of this. And he's opened up to me before, obviously. I mean, who doesn't? And so he, because actually I do listen. I know how to listen. Clearly I'm a Jeff Lewis live listener. I was a listener before I was a talker. And so this kid opened up to me and he talked, the first thing he ever did was just talk shit about all our coworkers that were all praising him because he just doesn't speak because he's sitting there judging all you fools. Fools. We're all fucking fools, okay? Moving on to Jameson's reading with Scary Sherry. Ooh, she said that someone at work is looking out for him and he has no idea who. Fucking rude as fuck. Again, that's maybe why I'm moving on to Pete and Sebastian's show. Um, hi, Jameson. Her name is Amy, okay? I've been talking you up and giving you solutions and helping you out from afar, from the other coast, for the past month. It's week four, okay? It's week four, bitch. This is not a drill, all right? Sorry. Sorry, you're not a bitch. <laughs> maybe I'm not the one. Um, but uh, I... I'm so curious, okay, because of the coffee tea reader, the coffee leaf reader on Real Housewives in New Jersey. Like, I totally believe that Scary Sherry's real and all of that. I honestly wish that we heard even more. I can never get enough of psychic shit. I love that shit. But, but I talked about my Teresa Caputo experience. It's things like that and the coffee reader from New Jersey that make me hesitant about things because what the fuck was that coffee reading? Like, uh, what's her name? Jennifer gave the coffee reader, talk to her beforehand. If you were a legit person and like, as that coffee reader, you would have been like, Jennifer, stop talking right now. I want to read this authentically, but I just question everything. What the fuck is authentic anymore? I don't know. Not me. Maybe I am. Okay. So Doug was wearing a shirt that Jeff said, oh no, it was a Tommy Bahama shirt. It was a Tommy Bahama shirt. Then this slid under the radar, but I died laughing. Doug says that the Tommy Bahama shirts remind him of the Trader Joe uniform. <laughs> so true. So true. Those fucking flowers. <laughs> they should wear lays too at Trader Joe's. But like made out of popcorn or something so they can snack while they work. I like to snack. Then they talk about conjoined twins on Jeff Lewis Live. I honestly could barely even listen. I just get so queasy. I'm telling you, Jeff and I are similar, but then we very much differ. The little person fascination and the conjoined twin fascination. I can't. I can't. Not with the conjoined. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to all the conjoined twins. <laughs> but um, there's something about it. Ow, ow. It like hurts my body to think ow about. Ow, that a head is growing out of my stomach now. No, 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 no. I also really, I think I'm actually have a fear of being pregnant. Like I don't want anything in my body. I don't know. I don't want another person in my body, whether it's my sister or a baby. I just don't want to be a conjoined twin or to give birth to conjoined twin. I don't want any of it. I don't want any of it. So 
what I do want is to listen to more Jeff Lewis live, which I will get to do today. And we will be recapping tomorrow. And I love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Listen to Splash of Sass. Tell your friends about it. Tell whoever. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I love you. Bye. Splash. 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 Splash of Sass. Splash of Sass.